really need to tell better stories instead of complaining about it, right? What if we right. just start telling the stories and really flood the airwaves with something different? Welcome to episode six. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me for six episodes. We have more interviews to come. Next week, Dr. Jan Deuce will be with us and then Reverend Angela Stevens. And I have a few more ladies who will be joining us in the month of November. But today I wanted to talk to you about the scarcity mindset. This idea of the scarcity mindset has come up a few times in my conversations, in some of the interviews. In the basic premise or, or the simplistic definition of the scarcity mindset is someone who's convinced that there are limited resources and therefore we must hoard our resources so that we will always have enough. Now this is a sociological construct you can read about it in different sociology journals. But I also see this at work in the church. As a matter of fact, I think it's pretty prevalent in the church today. We act as if, or we believe, we believe that God's grace and love are limited. Maybe we don't really believe that. We would say, oh, Jesus clearly said, my father's house, in my father's house, there are many rooms. But then I see how we treat one another, how we treat those who are not a part of of the kingdom yet, how we act, and our actions speak more, speak volumes. Our actions say we really view God's love and grace as limited. And I suppose if you, if you come from a Calvinist background, that would be taught as limited atonement. But if you're part of the Wesleyan Arminian tradition, we do not believe that God's grace nor his love is limited, but that he's extended it to all people. And that the same idea applies to the kingdom. I think we act as if the kingdom has limited slots for people to serve. It's one of the reasons why people will hoard positions within the church, even in the local church. No one is willing to step down from a position of leadership to give someone else an opportunity to step into leadership. Instead of realizing that we can always create more space. When I think about this and apply it to ministers, I think this is one of the reasons why women really struggle to answer the call to ministry. Some people might say, well, men would only be obedient to God's call, then we wouldn't need women. Or because men are being disobedient to God's call, that's why we need women to step up and to fill the pulpit and to preach the gospel. Uh, and as one of the pastors who I interviewed not too long ago said, God doesn't call us in spite of us being women. He calls us because we are women. That there is room for both men and women in the kingdom of God. In particular, in the not in the priesthood of believers, but in the office of ordination. As ordained women in the church, our call is not to fill a spot that would normally have been reserved for a man. I believe that there are places that are carved out for us to serve, and those spaces are specifically carved out with our shape in mind. Maybe you're fill maybe someone else is filling a spot that was reserved for, for Glenda or Joanne or Marlene or Amy. 
or Sarah or Belinda. And instead, John or Gary or Bill are filling spots that were never created or designed for them. They were created and designed by God for you to fill that spot. But we, we've limited God's ability and we've made him finite rather than infinite. And I use this idea with my congregation. Think about the idea of a pie. It's fall here right now in Michigan. And so it is apple pie and pumpkin pie season. And in my family, there are four of us. And so if I make an apple pie, we will cut that pie into four sections. That's just the way we are. My children are older. They're 19 and 23. And so we would cut that pie into four pieces. Okay, they are very big pieces. I will admit that. But every one of us gets one quarter of the pie. And I've told my kids from the time they were in high school, I don't care if you eat the whole, your whole quarter of the pie at once. You can cut that piece of pie, that your piece of pie into five or six slices. You can eat one bite a day for the next 10 days or until it gets moldy. But that's, that's your quarter of the pie. Now, if we had five children, if we had, if there was a third child and there was five of us, we'd have to cut the pie into five sections, which technically would mean each of us would have a smaller piece of the pie. If we had four children or five children, the slices of pie that we get would be smaller and smaller. They would be reduced in size. And that's how we treat the kingdom of God. Well, if we, if we let this person in, if we let that person in, if we allow women to preach, if we allow women to serve on this board, then there'll be less places for everyone else. There'll be less places for the men. There'll be less places to serve. But that's that's thinking of God's kingdom as a pie, P-I-E. But God's kingdom is shaped like pie, P-I. The mathematical, 3.14. You fill in all of the digits. It goes on for all of eternity. And the reality is that God's kingdom is infinite. There, there are not enough of us to fill all of the pulpits, in all of the roles and all of the boards and all of the slots that need to be filled in order for the gospel to spread across this world. We're not, we're not reducing the number of options. Our problem is we think too small and we don't think, realize the kingdom is infinite and we actually need more people. We need more women and we need more men serving in the kingdom of God. If this gospel is going to reach from one end of the globe to the other, And so I'm calling on you ladies to start thinking with a kingdom mentality rather than a scarcity mentality. Begin thinking bigger, broader, deeper about the kingdom of God. I believe there is enough room for ministry and marriage in your life. I believe there's enough room for ministry and parenting in your life. I believe there's enough love and grace and space to answer the call for you to be the woman that God has destined you to be. So here's my challenge for you. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you probably have a call and there's a good chance you probably have a call to ordained ministry. And if you're listening to this podcast, I also believe you have more resources available to you than you realize. And by adopting a kingdom mindset, rather than a scarcity mindset, you may begin to see the possibilities are endless.